This is Faith. And this is Anna. And welcome to season five of Let's Just Go For One. Hey guys. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. As Faith was saying, we normally don't back to back Taylor Swift <laughs> intro songs, <laughs> but that one was such a bop. Even Dan was dancing as he came in. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Just Go for One. This is Faith. This is Anna. Sorry. No, you're fine. I always go right into it. You're loud. That's fine. That's our. <laughs> Guess what? We can do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> This is literally the only place we can do what we want. And today I want to talk about murder. Mm. <laughs> Great. Okay. It's been a while. Um, but mm. before we bring it to that dark place. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> yeah. How do you segue away from murder only to loop back to we it? We could talk about how you murdered my brush. All right. You know what? I don't know why you got to be like that. Okay. Actually, this is great because I do want to talk about this. So I went in to go get my hair done. I wasn't even, I think we had done like six weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We pushed it a little further because of Costa Rica. Yeah. Which never go on vacation again because I show up and I'm in a real dark place. So I have dark hair. And I have a lot of gray hair. <laughs> and naturally, it's all in the front because that's just what happens. So I have been using like the spray touch up stuff for weeks now because my <laughs> hair apparently also grows very fast. So by the time I got to Faith, first of all, I had straightened my hair two days before. Because every time I go in there and I've done it wavy, it's like a mess to try to get the brush through. We usually right? call our hair Hermione Granger. Yes, exactly. And we're talking like Hermione Granger, like movies like one through four, mm -hmm, not really mm -hmm. five through seven, mm -hmm, eight, mm -hmm. when she like obviously matured and got a stylist and knew how to handle her hair. Yeah. We're also, talking early Granger days. If you're not a Potterhead, what are they called? Potterhead. 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 You got it. If you're not a Potterhead, also, the Kathy comic. Yeah, the Kathy comic. That is literally when she goes, my hair looks like the hair is coming up. I just whack that. <laughs> like the hair is coming out. It's just a mess. 
So I was like, oh, I'm going to straighten my hair. And like when I wash it before I see her, but I also waited two days. So that's a lot of dry shampoo up in there. Sure. And so she hands me the brush because I like it better when I inflict pain in my head rather than she does. So I start to brush my hair and half of the brush shoots across the room. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And this thing cracked in half. Cracked. I was she not even, right in half. I wasn't even being aggressive. That's the thing. I'm like, this just straight up snapped in half and <laughs> shot across the room. Like, what just happened? That brush has been through some shit. And man, it could not handle. No. It was not ready for that jelly. No, it was not at all. <laughs> so I used the remaining half to brush the rest of my hair out because Faith she, could like, not wait, control herself. Let me tell you my side. She comes in and I can tell she's in a dark place and she's like, we have to talk about my hair. I don't know what I want to do. And these guys are coming in. Should I just go? Should I just let it grow out? And I'm That's like, it's not. No, no, no. The first sign how the, the first sign went. that someone says they want to possibly. Well, you said, what are my options for growing my hair out? And typically when people start that conversation, it's not a great day for them. Mm. I'm just going to say, unless they're like blonde and above 55 and they're having a realistic conversation. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it's exasperation when this topic comes up. Right. Yeah. So I kind of took notes like, okay, Anna might not be in a great place. And then you were (laughs) like, hold on, let me brush it first. She takes the brush and she just takes one quick swipe and the thing fucking... (laughs) ricochets off of my mirror and flies across the salon and I'm like oh and then Anna looks at what is now one fourth of the brush and she's like fuck it and she keeps brushing (laughs) with a little broken part of it she's still angrily brushing like she's more determined to brush it now I was like a Barbie brush at this point I was like I can't even take the rest of this consultation which we really needed to have this time (laughs) very seriously because you are brushing your hair with yes what looks like a baby brush right now (laughs) and it was quite funny it was yeah but then I literally looked to Anna and I said let me just do what I do and I was like please yeah I said let me let me Jesus take the wheel I'm gonna be Jesus today yeah no I'm here and uh, no offense to anybody with it is religious but I I was like I'm just gonna do this and just let me do what I do oh my god she did and And it worked out beautifully magic yeah you did magic not a great day for my brush but a wonderful day for your hair yes thank god yeah thank god (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) The best was when I said, okay, so at what point do we start talking about transitioning to full gray? And the look on your face, I wish I had, like, it's forever imprinted in my brain, but I wish I had a camera on you because you go, uh, sure as fuck, not when they're 43. I'm like, okay. That's what I love when I have clients that I can speak like that to. Because normally I'm like, well, well, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about this. How old are you? It's a no. (laughs) No, I always say truthfully, because I'm sure now people are like triggered. And they're like, I was going to grab my hair out. And they're listening to this podcast now angry at me. But what it really comes down to is this. And this is what I will say. Because I I get very mad at the whole double double standard of like, you know, men grow their hair out and they're like, they're so undistinguished. And then women grow their hair out and they're like, you look like a witch. And it's like, you look like a swamp witch. Yeah. (laughs) Which I also look like (laughs) before you colored my hair. You did not look like a swamp witch. But (laughs) I what I will say is this. 
The bottom line is, is that if you ever want to get to a phase where you are embracing your natural color, Mm -hmm. there are so many beautiful ways, which we did talk about at length of doing that, where it still looks beautiful and you're not being a hundred percent gray. You're just not worried about covering all of it yet. Mm -hmm. And I talked to Anna about the timeline that that would be realistically and how we would start that process. And I'm not against anybody embracing their natural gray but the one thing the the underlining factor that everyone needs to consider if you are 35 and grain and you're like i want to grow up my gray there are ways we can do it to make the transition smoother but at the end of the day and this is just what it is the bottom line that you have to be totally cool with is when you do this you will look older yeah some people are like that's fine Mm -hmm. but i'm like that's just the bottom line is that growing out your gray will make you look older if Mm -hmm. you are on board with it not worse not ugly not bad older and some women look beautiful like i had a woman who was like in her 60s -hmm. and we were just doing blonde it was so close to gray so she wanted to grow her hair maybe actually i want to apologize i'm taking that comment back she's in her upper 50s i'm not aging her more than she is she looks phenomenal she Mm -hmm. takes very good care of herself she could easily kick my ass she's like a brook she's like in the gym you know what i mean so she is a very well-kept woman in her 50s um and later 50s and she wanted to grow her hair out because she's like I'm already blonde what's the difference with blonde and white and it was so similar so we let her grow it out it was beautiful it looked great every every time she'd leave everyone's like I love her hair color Mm -hmm. so she comes in after like a year of her growing it out and she's like I have to show you a picture and I'm gonna show you this picture so you know why I want to go back to coloring my hair oh my god and I said you never have to you know explain it to me like whatever you want to do you're always in charge except when you break my brush then I go in charge (laughs) But I was like, whatever you want to do. And she shows me a picture and she goes, this is me and all of my friends. And we got together this weekend and she goes, look, and she shows me a picture. All of her friends are blonde. Again, probably for the same reason of the maintenance of the gray. Right. She goes, I look like their mom. And she's like, even though it's so close to blonde, being white, Mm -hmm. I just look five to 10 years older than my friends. And I said, yeah, but you look beautiful. I mean, the girl is stunning. Right. So I'm like, you still look beautiful. You don't look bad. She goes, no, but I do look older. Yeah. So she's like, I need to go back to blonde because I just don't want to do that. So when I have someone like yourself Mm -hmm. who, if you are okay with me saying this, spends a lot of time and money (laughs) and energy into looking younger, including botox facials working out taking very good care of yourself Mm -hmm. then coming face to face with that fact of like you're going to look older by doing this it's like something that i am like i just need you to like be real stark with that fact yeah that's a valid point yeah so that's always what i say it's not that it's gonna look bad or Mm. you're not going to look good you'll look beautiful because at the end of the day that is your natural hair right it would look beautiful on you if you grew it out it's Mm -hmm. never an issue of someone not looking good it's the issue of that you will look older yeah it's just the bottom line and if you're okay with that bottom line i'm all for it yeah you know what i mean all right so that's fair Fair comment. Now that we're done talking about gray hair, let's move on to murder. No. (laughs) Jesus Christ. No, we have to talk about this. I'm like, so update. Actually, I should talk about my weight what first because I feel like that's more. It's about the salon. Okay. Do you want to go first? No. First, I want you to get your shit together. What are we talking about here? Okay. You go first. (laughs) 
I'm just getting into it because I need to. Okay. Last week, well, July, I want to say 6th, a prisoner escaped. Oh, right. In Pennsylvania. Oh. He escaped out of jail. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to talk about this because my client who came in last week Mm -hmm. was one of the lead detectives on the case. Mm -hmm. So obviously we watch a lot of Netflix documentaries, Dateline. Yeah. HBO murder documentaries. I mean, pretty much it's like, oh, there's a serial killer. Let's put this on at night. (laughs) Easy, easy watching. Nice little lullaby. (laughs) So so she's in my chair and she's like, yeah, I can only come in. Like, this has to be a quick visit. I'm in the middle of a crazy case. She's like, I'm actually the lead for this manhunt right now for this escaped prisoner. She pretty much told me that at that point she won the lottery because I was like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> what? You have no idea what you And then done. she goes, I said, am I allowed to ask you things about the case? And she goes, yeah, but I don't know if you can really talk about it. And before she could even finish that sentence, I'm like, Holly, come here, come here. My client's the head person for the man. Oh, my God. I could not. I mean, it was like a female boner. I was so excited to talk. I was like, oh, my God, tell me all about this case. So I have to update that since then, he's actually been captured. Oh. So I'd like to thank everybody that spent in all the overtime and extra hours. I know SWAT team was involved. Mm -hmm. I would like to thank everybody who spent all that extra time because it is a sacrifice away from your families to find this person who was acute, by the way, in jail because of kidnapping, rape, and murder. So, yeah, like it wasn't like he was some kind of misdemeanor here. Like, yeah, no, he was a murderer and a rapist scary. and a kidnapper. Yeah. So he, so what happened was when he first escaped, he broke into a couple's home and killed their dog Ooh. and stole these clothes. So once I heard killed the dog, I'm like, I, I hate this man. I need mm-hmm. to know about it. So I was like, how did he escape? Cause I'm like, <clears throat> is this like escape from was it Danamora where okay. they're like jug out for like fucking months? Like I'm like ready that for Shawshank? this. That Shawshank that happened to, but escape from Danamora is that true story about those two guys that escaped from the prison in New York. Oh right. yeah. So I was obviously, I know these things. I'm like, yeah, yeah. How did he escape? I need to know the entire exit plan. <laughs> And she goes, well, first of all, he he was in a jail, not a prison. And I go, okay. Like, to me, I'm like, tomato, tomato. She's like, no, no, no. no, no big no. difference. Security. Big she goes, difference. jail is not as secure as prison. Correct. And then I'm like, well, what do you go to jail for? Because at the time, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, rapist, murder. I'm like, why is he just in jail then? Yeah, that's Shouldn't what I want to know. Shouldn't he be in prison? Like, what? That, who's in prison? Like, like this guy was he waiting for his court case, and that's why I don't know. Tanya okay. will let us know. Look it up. Oh Tanya. man, I hope she knows. I hope she knows. Yeah. So, but I was. <laughs> I like we just automatically rely on Tanya to find out fact check all information. Yeah, fact check for us. Yeah, Tanya is all knowing. We should just speakerphone her. Well, we should FaceTime her while we're recording. We just need to put like an old typewriter in front of her, and she's like a stenographer. <laughs> She's like a court stenographer. <laughs> oh my God, this would be amazing. So that's what we're doing for the live show. Oh, so um, I was like, well, how, how did he escape? And she's like, well, she's like, he put together some bed sheets and went out a window. <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I guess he had a lot of bed sheets and he went out a window. And I go, first thing I want to talk about, he just Rapunzel out of jail. Yeah, he like, 
fifth grade ran away from home. Like, <laughs> like, and then I'm like, and what, what's the window situation? Yes. I go, why are there not bars? Was the window open? And, and, and then I got, I was like, I, I don't understand. Did he just like open a window, put the bed sheets out? I'm like, why are there openable windows there? Because I'm like, my kid is at a school that you have to go through like four different iron walls and the windows can no longer be opened in that school due to psychopaths that go into schools and hurt people. But the place that you put the psychopaths when they hurt people has open <laughs> windows. My kids come home and they're like, have heat exhaustion because we can't open a fucking window because people are unhinged. But let's put all the unhinged people in one building with lots of airflow. So much airflow. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Why are they getting airflow? My child's like, you know, has literal heat exhaustion, comes home with heat rash. Oh, my God. And then I'm like, where were the bed sheets? Was he pretending to be pregnant? Like, where are we stashing enough bed sheets to go out a window? And then I'm like, is there not barbed wire? Is there not an electric fence? Like, so in like all those questions I just asked, I asked my client rapid fire in about five seconds screaming. Oh, because she's like, he went out the window with bed sheets. I'm like, like, it was just like rapid fire dog dying. Oh my God. Well, and unpopular opinion, I'm sure. But I think it should be known that he was in a jail in the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, here you go with your attack. I on think I've been again. quite clear about my feelings on Pennsylvania. <laughs> Apparently, the Pennsylvania throughway system and jail cell <laughs> not the greatest structure, like infrastructure. What in the hell? They have some serious infrastructure issues. I'm glad that they have found him because I am driving to Pittsburgh this week. So. Oh yeah, well now you don't have to worry about hitting a murderer. There's one less thing to worry yeah. about in the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Sure, there's plenty other. Oh yeah, one hundred. That one came from. <laughs> Apparently, all fucking hoarding bed sheets and opening windows and opening windows. But I'm just like, I need to know more information. Was there a garden on this? Was there like, I need to know how this happened, and I want to know where these bed sheets were stored. And so recently, now I'd like th- to know the thread count. I'd like to know exactly the thread. <laughs> but think about it. These guys, okay, the mattresses in jail, I would assume, are similar to dorm rooms, which are twin XL. So I'm like, how many of the twin XL sheets are like a fucking tissue? Yeah, but they're longer. Yeah, but I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just saying the XL. I don't know if they have the XL. I know dorm rooms do. I'm not going to assume jail. Well, beds they're do. adult men. Yeah, but I don't think comfort is like a priority oh, in yeah. jail. No, that well, <laughs> apparently, apparently they care about their the bed linen. Also, if they're changing their bed but like, linen. Also, how many of those did you need? And who's the person doing? I went on notice there were like a hundred sheets missing. There's no way that it was that many. I, I'm Someone just, would have noticed Rapunzel coming down that tower. I'm dying to know how this happened. And then once the window was open, this guy went. How did nobody else go? Yeah. I need all of the details about this. Maybe he's by himself in this cell and he's maybe, I'm just, just spitballing here, maybe three floors up because three floors, you don't want to jump. But if you're making something out of bed sheets, you're not doing it from the 22nd floor here. Plus what is, you know what? Keep talking, Faith. I'm okay. going to look up how many floors the Warren County Jail is. Oh, perfect. Well, and I'm also like, they so they captured him. And then in the article, 
they were like, the police chief has come forward and acknowledged the fact that the jail could use some serious updates. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no shit. This is so like Captain questions. Obvious coming in. Can you imagine that guy showing up to the fucking news conference? Yeah, so we have some problems with our infrastructure. Why are the windows able to be either number one opened or number two broken? Hold on a Without second. any bars. What? Is it like a ranch? Is that how this happened? Hold on a second. What? This is the jail. That looks like the Wicked Witch of the West from like fucking Wizard of Oz. Yeah, we're familiar with who. Well, just in case you had, to, I just wanted to make sure I just a heads up specific on the witches. There's houses across from the jail. Well, that's not surprising. It's that's like a residential area, <laughs> and then a jail. Yeah, that's how jails go, though. Oh my god, it's not prison. Apparently, prison. You know, they have a yeah. moat with like crocodiles and shit around it. Apparently, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, good point. Good point. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Warren County Prison. We always support a safe environment to the inmates as well as clearly they clearly sir. care about airflow, bed sheets, constant changing of bed sheets. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like, what can we do to end up in Warren County jail that's like on a minor level? Cause they obviously take very good care of their inmates. You know what's hilarious is one of the news stories that Michael Burham was his name. Yes. Escaped inmate is dangerous and has survivalist. Oh, skills. yeah, he was a survivalist. Okay. Okay, but he used bed sheets to escape jail. I probably would. He didn't like bear grills down the side That's of it. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I, he'd have a little more street cred in my yeah. head. Parkour. <laughs> he just like fucking <laughs> Spider Man down the wall. Or like he set the whole building on fire. No, with, they said like, survivalist. And then when they caught him, he was wearing his pants inside out. And I'm like, you killed a dog for what clothes? Because you're wearing your pants inside out, Mr. Survivalist. What is happening? Like, here? that's like basic. Like, that's what my kids do when they want to convince me that they've done the laundry and those clothes aren't dirty. Oh, that's just I'm wearing it inside out. I'm like, cool. So Michael Burham, not much. I don't I'm, I'm going to question his survivalist skills on this one. Oh, I'm questioning a lot here. So anyways, I need a Netflix documentary about him. Yeah. Also, if we you're triggered by murder, you're not going to like my next story either. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's more stuff on murder. Yes. Oh, God. But Go I re I'm oh, OK. I'm just going to do a disclaimer prior to saying the story that I am not in support of people murdering each other. <laughs> I just well thank god i feel like i need to say that before i talk about this next murder okay so have you guys i'm sure you have heard about or like have oh seen god. the ch children's author who wrote the story with her kids about grieving because Ooh. their dad died mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. she writes this story it's like a New York Times bestseller makes all this money. They write this story for children about dealing with grief because mm -hmm. her husband dies. Now has discovered she killed said husband. She poisoned him. And so she is responsible for his demise. So when I first heard the story, I'm like, whoa, that is crazy. Like, whatever. Well, someone just did an article on it, and I read the entire article. It took a long time. It was a very long article with all the details. Wow. And plot twist, he cheated on her multiple times when she was pregnant. 
before she ever tried to like murder him. He cheated on her in their marriage, Mm -hmm. apparently, a few times with Mm -hmm. a few women. Mm -hmm. And she found out and still decided to stay together. Mm -hmm. And then over time, upped his life insurance and then ultimately murdered him, wrote a book about it, and then made all this money off of his murder. I kind of am going to need her side of the story (laughs) on this. Right? Because hell hath no fury like a woman woman scorned. Like. Especially this one. If she did not get caught. And again, not a promoter of murder. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, hmm. Um. She might have been my hero if she didn't get caught. Right? I mean, he cheated on her. I can't imagine. Oh. I know how crazy I would feel if that were me. Okay, but you wouldn't kill him. No, I'm like, not I'm not condoning murder, but I'm also like like that is un that is like unhinged. But that's like that show on Lifetime snapped with all those women that deal with shit and deal with shit and deal with shit and then they fucking snap. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, I get it. But she snapped over a long period of time. So this is like. Oh, this was beyond premeditated. This was like a psychopathic move. That intention. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm actually very frightened of this woman. (laughs) I really am going to need a Netflix documentary about it. She deserves one. She does deserve one. Because I'm like. Also, I want to know how much money she made. I know. But that's what I mean. Like, I need all the details on this. And apparently that wasn't the first time she tried to murder him. She tried to poison him like three other times before the actual one worked. (laughs) And he called his parents and friends a few times and said, I think she's trying to kill me. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like that show Bad Sisters. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, like, again, you don't want to promote murder. No, you don't. But I would like to hear the full story before I make my decision as judge and jury. (laughs) Wow. Right? And on the last murder topic I want to talk about, yes, we all remember that black and blue dress or gold and white dress and it Mm. fucking broke everybody's phone because some people saw a blue and black dress and Mm -hmm. some people, I only see gold and white. I have looked at that photo a million times. Then I would like to say in our salon, this almost divorced our salon. Oh God. Because I'm like, I only see gold and white. I don't even see. I would try like closing my eyes. I'd look up close. I'd pull it away like a magic eye. I'd look at it from different angles. I'm like, I only see gold and white. And Lisa could only see blue and black. And she's like, I don't even see gold and white. I'm like, how do you not see gold and white? And our salon was split. I remember when this came out. Our salon split directly down the center of who saw gold and white, who saw black and blue. Well, then we're like, we fucking do color. Are we not seeing the same color? I'm like, is this blonde to you? Or is this like, we started freaking out. Like we got real (laughs) inside our own heads about like, are we not seeing colors the same? And then I was like, what if like I go like after I pass into the next lifetime and someone's like, here's what you thought was blue. That was actually green. And you saw like, you know, cause I'm like, if you see blue and black and I don't see it and we're looking at the same fucking picture, then how are we all doing hair correctly? Like, it was a real fucking thing. Like, we went into, like, this real deep, like, Freudian, like, conversation about, oh, like, God. How, if we're honestly seeing things differently. And, like, what if my colors aren't your colors? Like, yeah. Wh- yeah. 
So like it was this Fascinating. whole spiral of uh-huh, like maybe uh-huh. our clients are with us because you find the clients that see color the way you do. Maybe we're not all seeing it the same. Like yeah. it was especially in a salon where we do hair color. It really messed us up. So this man almost ruined our lives. And I just want to say that because I don't know what that picture was, but I said so many times, I want to know who the fuck created this picture and like how he did it. And like, what's the science and why are people seeing one color and another? And we never got that answer. Nobody ever came out and answered like, what is up with this picture? Yeah. Like how are people looking at one picture and seeing two completely different things and nobody's seen the other one? Like that, it, it actually kept me awake at night for a long time. Turns out, Dude just got charged with attempted murder for trying to kill his spouse. Attempted what? murder or murder. Hold on. I'm going to look quick. Um, Yeah. He and I'm like, he's a fucking genius psychopath because I'm like, what did he do? I knew I knew this guy was up to no good. Oh, it's already gone. I had it on my story. It's already gone. Damn it. Um, But like, I just want to know. I This guy, I think, might be some like crazy fucking genius. And now he's murdering people. Oh, I also see gold and white. Yeah, I only ever see gold and white. I never see black and blue. But Lisa's like that part, and she would point to the white, and she's like, that's light blue. I'm like, no, that's white. I'm like, are you thinking? And then she'd point to the gold, and she's like, that's black. And I'm like, that's gold. Yeah, I could, you know what's weird? (laughs) It's I see gold and light blue. (laughs) I know. What's wrong with me? There's no category for that. You're just breaking my brain. Am I a psychopath? Yeah, you might. Shit. (laughs) Wait, where is this? Why won't they? Oh, it says the origin of the. Okay. Grace and Keir Johnson. Oh, he's from Scotland. The guy that murdered? The the dress guy? This is February. The dress was colored blue with black lace. However, Grace told her mother she perceived it in the photograph as white with gold lace. After no, Grace wait. posted the photograph on Facebook, her friends also disagreed. Some saw it as white with gold. Others saw it blue and black. For a week, the debate became well-known in the small island community. Oh, Keir Johnson, accused of attempted murder. Oh, this is crazy. Charged with trying to kill wife. Maybe they couldn't agree on what color the dress was. <laughs> oh, okay. So two ways, the scientific, there are scientific explanations of it. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay. I do want to hear this, but I also want to tell you that he is also accused of murder. Yeah. Which is crazy. I'm going to need a Netflix documentary about that. Yeah. What's the scientific explanation? It was pretty long. Do you really want me to know? No, no. Tanya, just sum it up. Oh, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) Poor Tanya. Putting her to work on this episode. Your visual system is looking at this thing and you're trying to discount the chromatic by, oh, no, I'm out. It said chromatic. I'm out. (laughs) Just go on Wikipedia and read it yourselves if you're interested. (laughs) But anyways, I think it's crazy that that guy who created that picture that punked everybody in the world. Yeah. Caused division everywhere before COVID. Now try to kill us. That was before COVID. That was before COVID. Yeah, that's when the world started to divide. <laughs> that that probably caused COVID. That caused COVID, actually. Are you sure his name is not Brian Corona? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Keir Johnson, or whatever his name Keir is, Johnson. translated into American as Brian, Brian Corona. Corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no big deal. We cracked the code on every conspiracy theory. 
We're bringing it all together. Yeah. We're laughing now, but when the FBI shows up at our front door, <laughs> it's not going to be funny. Exactly. We're like, sir, can we go to jail, please, and not prison? <laughs> yeah. We hear it's much easier to get out. Actually, what in Pennsylvania, please? I hear they're delightful. Good yeah. neighborhood for families. Warren County, just over the border. Just go ahead. <laughs> Good for families. Real is neighborhood there, feel. Is there an Airbnb across the street? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're total assholes oh, uh, so those are the murder point. things i wanted to get off my chest i'm really glad you did <laughs> i didn't know you had so much going on there with murder that was a lot it was a big day for murder it was apparently um okay i have a wait what i'm ready did you do your wait what no i just talked about murder i had to get it out of me i was Okay. <laughs> I'm a little scared for myself right now. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, So Jude had a killer week last week when it came to sports. Ooh. He was in a basketball camp at St. Francis all week and his team won like the final, his, oh, for, like, his age that. group and stuff. Yes. And then his house baseball team won. They were undefeated all season 13 and 0. Like crazy. That's amazing. I'm more excited for Josh because he's been coaching for a long time and this was the first time. <laughs> he's been 0-13, no doubt. Yeah. But he, this was the first time, like, way to go out like that. Because now Jude, Did they do, like, the Gatorade dump? They did. Yeah, I'll show you the video. Yeah. Oh, my God. The coaches Aww. on the team, the kids on the team, like, I am obsessed with these kids. It was so much fun. That's and, awesome. Yes. It was so cool. So they played under the lights on Friday night. And then um, the next day. Oh, so we get home. They played under the lights. They won the whole thing. Max and Jude and I get home. It's like almost 11 o'clock at this point. Oh, it's very late. And I let the dog out. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to let the dog back in. And I let the dog in. And it takes a second. And I'm like, ooh. Does she roll in poop again? And I look at her. I'm like, that doesn't smell like poop. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. I open the door again. For some reason, I don't know why, a skunk had sprayed somewhere, either on the other side of my fence or in the yard. And Sophia only got it in the face. Thank God. Oh. Because she is not a small dog. So if she would have been like completely sprayed directly yeah. like if it was a direct hit it would have been bad news but she's like sneezing all of a sudden have you ever smelled when a skunk sprays yes that like i thought i was gonna pass the fuck out dempsey got sprayed once oh yeah. god it's not fun terrible not fun oh my god and the funny thing is i knew this skunk was around because uh, cash money, which is the code name for my partner. Yeah. Had seen the skunk around the neighborhood and <laughs> my neighbor had seen it. It was like underneath their side porch. Ugh. So I knew that there was a skunk in the neighborhood. I liked it better when there were foxes in the neighborhood though. Yeah, just foxes just a heads up. They didn't give a fuck. No, they, they did their own thing. Yeah, exactly. They stayed in their lane. Oh boy. So yeah, it was that smell is like never going to leave me. Did you do the tomato juice? No. So what we did was I didn't have tomato juice at 11 o'clock on a Friday night. So <laughs> I was like, okay, now the kids who were already pumped up are like out of control. They're like, Bleh! 
Now, the problem was, because Sophia only got it in the face, so it wasn't terrible when she walked in. It's because I kept opening the door. Because I'm like, what is happening? What's outside? Why does it smell like that? So you just welcomed the fumes in. Sure did, multiple times. And it sticks. It sure does. It sticks. Because it's an oil. Yeah, it sticks everywhere. Oh, my God. So it was terrible. So... I'm like, we're going to put Sophia in her crate. We're going to, I'm going to sage and maybe that'll help it. Spoiler alert. It did not. The kids took showers. I took a shower. We all went to bed. All I could smell was skunk. It really just stayed in like my back sunroom, a little in my office and and in my kitchen. Yeah. It really didn't migrate off of that. Thank God. Because if it hit the couch, you'd be burning your couch. Yeah. It does not come out. No, I would assume it does not. So (laughs) the next day I go to, now it didn't hit me at all, but I go to yoga and Cash Money gives me a hug and he goes, you smell a little like skunk. I'm like, damn it. I go, I don't want to go to this class. He goes, it only smells like that because my nose was literally in your hair. He's like, I did not smell you with you just being next to me. It hit your precious hair that I just... Don't even get me started. Oh, my God. So I go to yoga. It's fine. So then my friend Christy was subbing the next yoga class. So when the class was done, she comes into the room and she goes, smells like skunk up in here. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my God. And she knew what had happened. And I'm like, oh, my God, I made the whole place smell. She goes, well, it really just smells like weed. I'm like, true. All right. So yeah, maybe we could do pretty that. Similar. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we could do that. Similar smells. Oh, my God. So then I, I go mean, if home. If there was ever a time shower. to start smoking weed in your house. Yeah, maybe now. Is Under it. disguise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the time. <laughs> so, so I go home. I shower. I wash my hair. I am, like, putting up white vinegar bowls everywhere. Uh, Cash Money came over and helped me wash the dog. We washed her three times with baking soda, Dawn, white vinegar, like that's apparently what actually works for that. And you could tell like when I was really digging in with the baking comes soda off. and then it's like you're smacked in the face all over again. Yeah. So I threw out my rug that was like in the entryway and we were smelling everything to make sure like what smelled, what didn't. It was a mess, like such a pain in the ass. Ugh. Not what how I wanted to spend my Saturday. Thank you very much. No. So I had a graduation party, so I get there and I give my cousin a hug and she's like, do you guys smell skunk? I'm like, oh God, it's me. So I'm like, I'm sorry, it's me. She's like, seriously? I'm like, yes, we got sprayed and then he was in the house. (laughs) I was a mess. I was a mess. It was terrible, but it's fine. You didn't smell like skunk today. Thank you. So I think it smells better in the house, but when you're out of the house for a little bit and then you come back in, you're like, Ooh, that's a little bit, a little bit there still. There's like a little, a little scent. You know what you could use? Mm. The Warren County open windows. (laughs) That's the thing is like, it's not even like there's a ton of airflow going on because it's like 150% humidity. Yeah. So opening up your windows is like terrible. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what's. I'm glad I smell a little bit better today. So yeah, I mean, I didn't smell it, and I'm kind of like a bloodhound. I mean, mm-hmm. I can smell things. I'm very sensitive to smells. Oh I didn't God. smell anything. Thank I didn't you. hug you. 
but I don't smell anything. Yeah. I don't recommend nestling your nose into my hair. I'm not going to now. So <laughs> <laughs> my loss, I'm going to stay on the side of the couch. <laughs> no spooning today. But speaking of neighborhood issues. So Friday, Ooh. Thursday, Thursdays are always bad at the salon. Mm. I don't know what it is. If there's some sort of hex, I'm not quite sure. But Thursdays at our salon are usually terrible. In fairness, that's our hump day because Oof. we work, we start Tuesday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday's hump day, then Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is, but if the crazy is going to come out or if we're going to have some crate, like some random nuts, nutso freak come in or anything, it's like a <laughs> fucking prank our salon. Always a Thursday, which is funny because Thursdays we are barely staffed. Wow. Like, it's like people want to work Monday or Tuesday, Wednesdays. People want to work Friday, Saturday. Thursdays are like the day that people are just like very lightly scheduled. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, Thursday comes and <laughs> I'm pulling up to the salon and poor Jessie's only there. But I was there like half hour later. She's like. So the power went out and it's been out for about 15 minutes. I go, huh? Okay. So as I'm pulling down prospect, I notice like neighbors that live right there, their power's all on. And the nice thing about our salon is even though we're on a residential street, we're on the corner mm -hmm. and our power is actually aligned with the main street there of Lake. Uh, so, which is always connected to that light. Mm. So even when we've ever, I want to start with this when we have lost power, which is in the nine years we've been there, maybe three times. Wow. We get it turned back on almost immediately because that street light that's the next street over is connected mm -hmm. to the same transformer as us. Oh, nice. Now, my girlfriend, Nikki, lives a couple houses down from the salon. When she mm -hmm. loses power, it will be hours before they come because oh. it's residential, not commercial. Right. So because we're on that main line, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So I sent out some texts. I found out businesses around us also had the same thing. And apparently a transformer, like, actually, I don't know, like lit on caught fire, on fire. Caught on fire. So that was the issue. And as I'm pulling up, I see sirens. I see NYSEG. I mean, like, clearly they know there's a problem, right? Mm -hmm. So Jessie's texting me, and she's like, my client is absolutely losing it. And I'm oh going to talk God. about this person because I'm going to definitely assume they don't listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, but I mean, there's nothing we can do, but I'm, I'm coming in. So I come into Ugh. the salon and as I'm coming in, she's going, you know, I drive 45 minutes for this appointment. Do you know when it's going to come back on? Who, whoever knows the answer to that? Now here is Jesse, who is 22 years old, managing what literally is shit hitting the fan. Mm -hmm. When we have no power, I'd like to remind people, we have no computer. We have no cashing out. We have no hot water. Yeah. We have no radio. Ooh. We have no blow dryers. We have no electricity to turn the scales on that we mix the color on. Like, trust me when I say that power going out is pretty inconvenient to the stylist and not ideal. Mm -hmm. So I walk in and I hear this lady freaking out and I go, listen, NYSEG is on it. Apparently the, one of the transformers actually lit on fire. You know, nice eggs going out. Now, as I'm saying this, you see sirens going down the street. Right. She's our, our whole salon is windows. Yeah. She can see that. I'm like, they're on it. Mm -hmm. I said, they'll probably get it back up. She's like, well, how long is it going to be? I'm sorry. Do I look like a magic eight ball or some sort of fortune teller? 
I go, well, I'm not sure, but it looks like they, they know what's happening and they're on top of the problem. And she's like, well, you know, I have a strict time schedule today and I really need my hair done and I don't drive 45 minutes to sit here in the dark. Oh. Oh, you don't? Is this is this not fun for you? Meanwhile, I can't call appointments. I can't even look at who's on our schedule. I'm trying to think of who's about to walk in because we have no power. Yeah. So, you know, the lady, hold on. I have to actually just give me literally one second mm -hmm. um, because I have to find the actual quote of what she has said to our stylist while we were waiting um, oh God. for this to be fixed. And I, of course I just want to point out real quick while you're looking for that. Dan has been outside the window doing yard work the entire time we have been recording and you haven't even given him a second look. I don't know. No, I was looking at him earlier. Oh. oh, okay. So then this is what happened. So, the, so this lady's complaining and she goes, well, can you at least turn on the generator so we can get this started? What? And I go, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. We don't have a generator. We're not Wegmans lady. <laughs> now he's just showing off. Dan. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Um, I go, we don't have a generator. And she goes, what kind of business doesn't have backup power? Oh. And so Jesse's looking at me. So then I step in because now I'm real fucking pissed. Yeah. This is not on us. This is actually causing more issues for our day than yours. Yeah. So I go in the nine years we've been open. We've lost power three times. It's never been off for longer than a half hour. I'm sure it'll come back on. Jesse, we'll put something on your head and we'll just hope that by the time you have to get rinsed out, the power will be back on. So you have hot water. And so. Um, I said, this is completely out of Jesse's control mm -hmm. is what I said. Um, so then within like, I don't know, five minutes, the power comes on. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're like, thank God. Jesse's like, by the time, like after that lady made that comment, Jesse went to mix up her color because Jesse didn't want to start her knowing yeah. that she can't rinse her out with hot water. She can't blow dry, whatever. Yeah. So she was just waiting to see if the power come back on. So I'm like, Jesse, go mix her color. Jesse's like, I don't have a formula. It's on the computer. I go guess her formula because at this point she's going to complain either way. Put yeah. something on her head. Right. Yeah. And poor Jesse's 22. Like she's oh. like, you know, she is so picky. Jesse's like her formula is very complicated and I don't want to mess up any of the grams of what I put in because she will be the first to complain that it's not exactly the same as it was last right. time. Right. Because clearly this lady is fun. Yeah. So so she goes to mix up the formula. By the time she rolled the tray up, the power came back on. That's how shortly it was off. So the power comes back on. I'm like, oh, this is great, you know. And she goes, well, thank God it did. Because honestly, you'd be going out to my car with me and using my car heater to round brush my hair. Yeah, that seems like it'll work. And I'm like, I just don't. And, and this is when I'm like. I can see why people murder. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get it yeah. because I'm like, what world do you come from that you see that like a business being out of power is more of an inconvenience to you than it is to them when we are trying everything yeah. to alleviate the situation? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Wait. Unbelievable. So that Ugh. was a fun lesson in humanity. Are you <laughs> People are like, it's so fun. You're a hairdresser. It's so fun. It must be so fun. Oh, I'm my like, God. No. I'm like, it's, people are terrible it's to you. Cool. 
Well, I just think it's like, like humanity never ceases to amaze me and not necessarily in good ways. Mm. Well, like, I just don't understand that. So, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you are somewhere and the power goes out, have a little bit of empathy to the people who are scurrying to try to make things better. But she kept looking at us. Went to, oh, this was the best. At one point she was, I'm on National Grid's website and this street isn't even reported on there. Because it shows, uh, she pull, holds up her phone. It shows all the listings where power outages are. And you didn't, maybe you should call someone because your salon's not on this list. Again, as we're watching fucking nice egg go down the street, I go, well, we're not National Fuel. We're nice egg. Oh. Oh, my and God. And I'm like, and I'm pretty sure they're aware because there's 50 fucking trucks down there. Oh a block away God. on Highland. You can see the trucks. Yeah. You can see them trying to fix it. There is nothing. Do you want me to climb on a pole? I mean, I would. But do you <laughs> want me to climb on a pole and turn the electricity? What do you want me to do in exactly. this situation? Ugh. I hate people. I know. This is why I prefer to stay in my home. I just feel like if people want to murder people, I'll give you a list. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you where to start. Um, I think... <laughs> She's just kidding, guys. <laughs> she doesn't mean that. FBI like, shows up. Exactly. They're already red flagging us. We don't need any more on this that, podcast. You. you know what? We could use some more listeners. Thanks, FBI. <laughs> you want a sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm sure they got some money. Oh, my God. They definitely have money. And we're mm. all about funding the jails and prisons. Oh, yeah. Police. Whatever we got to do to keep the unhinged criminals in the structure. You know what? That is Pennsylvania's problem. Yeah. That is not our problem right now. Yeah, the guys I'm, that were in da Danamora or Dayamora or whatever that place was called, uh -huh. they had to like dig for months to yeah, get out exactly. of that. Yeah, exactly. New York effort State jails are much they're more doing great durable than <laughs> Pennsylvania ones. Uh, I really dislike that state so much. Um Oh, my God. I had a ju. Oh, OK. <laughs> I remember now. So my second wait, what? Mm -hmm. So I have my kids a lot, right? They're always around. And one of them is having a difficult time with me having a relationship still. Looking at you, Jude. Um, but I was really excited because on the weekends that I don't have my kids, we're like trying to like make plans and stuff and all that stuff. So I am taking my kids to Pittsburgh on Wednesday. And then the plan was I stay until Friday. Their dad meets me on Friday and then I come home and I was going camping with cash money on Friday. Cash money is what we call Anna's new boyfriend. Yes. I said that. I know, but just in case. Oh, just in case they weren't listening the first time. Somebody's listening 40 <laughs> minutes into the episode. <laughs> Just so the FBI knows. That yeah, we exactly. We call him cash money. Cash oh, money. Great. Now he's going to be like audited or something. C A money sign H. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Um, so we were going to go camping in our camper at this new site that we've never been to. And it's in like North. It's on. Lake Ontario. So I think it's technically Niagara County. Might be it's, Ontario County. Um, it is there in Ontario County in New York State? Yeah, that's where Rochester is. Oh, I didn't know that. It's real north. I can tell you that much. And it's like an hour away. So I um we make these plans. I book it super excited. So we get an email. And so in today's 
uh, episode of why I hate you sports, we got an email that said, oh, we have a playoff game. It's scheduled for next Friday, which was when we were going camping. I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. And it's in Chautauqua County. So it's like an hour south of where we are. The other way. Yep. Yep. So I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like now this, this whole thing is ruined because now Jude has to come home with me from Pittsburgh and then I'm going to have him all weekend because Josh will be in Pittsburgh with Max all weekend for his tournament. So I'm like, son of a pup. So I gave myself the evening to um, pout and be a child about it and be like, and then after I got my shit together, I was like, you know what? Let's bring him with us. We're going to invite one of his friends to come with us too. So then we can at least still go camping and not lose that money. And it'll just be a fun weekend. It's totally fine. Totally fine. So (laughs) we okayed it with his buddy's parents. We okayed it with Jude because we have to ask him before we do anything because he needs to know what's happening. So we're excited now. We're excited all over again. We're like, we're going to leave. We have Friday night booked, which means we can get there early on Saturday So we'll do the game on Friday night. We'll leave early on Saturday, go to the campgrounds, have fun all day, and then we'll just leave later on Sunday too. It'll be great. We're super excited about this. So Friday night, while we're at the house championship game, we get an email from the coach that the other team was not able to get umpires. So the game has been (gasps) moved to Saturday at 2 p.m. So I'm like, I am going to throw my phone into the parking lot and I'm going to run it over multiple times now because now we can't even do that. Oh, that is bad. I hate, I hate it here. I hate it here. We have to have Nikki Rakoski on because we need to like just really have a heyday with youth sports and talk about that. That's what we're going to do because I want be able to listen and here's the thing okay I'm not I'm not a sporty parent okay I think this is all I'm gonna say I played sports but like my parents never went to games like it just wasn't a thing when I was growing up they were like you good you got a ride okay cool like my dad always worked super late my mom was always working plus she had two other kids to take care of right so I'm like you were the third child yeah exactly who's the oldest Rosanna Christina they went to all of Christina's shit oh I'm sure they went to half I remember (laughs) they went to none of your shit yeah that's for sure exactly so I am like I cannot get in this headspace of I need to be at every game. I need to do all of this. I need to completely rearrange my whole life around this. Okay, this is bananas. And I don't care who comes at me for this. This is bananas. Yes, absolutely. I support my children. They know I support them. They know that I hope they do well and excel. I've given them multiple opportunities. Most of them I can't afford. Most of them. Yeah. To be able to do this stuff. Okay. Also, I just want to say travel sports, not my idea. And if I had any, if I had done any research before this, I would have really put my foot down on this because, and again, I'll tell you why, because once they get to high school or even middle school for like the modified sports, like kids who have not been playing baseball for their entire lives, 
are better baseball players than my kid who has been playing baseball for his entire life. Like, and that's not a knock on my kid. He's super talented. It just means to say that spending all that money on travel sports when they're younger isn't necessarily the right investment. Yes. And I hate to say it. Kennedy just started lacrosse. Yeah. She's never played lacrosse before. Exactly. She went on a team unmodified was like, let's try this. Same with soccer. Yeah. And then their team went undefeated this season. And Kennedy had like two to three goals every game. And people are like, where'd she come from? I'm like, and then they're like, you should put her in travel. I'm like, no, I no. think we're doing good on our own, bud. Yeah, exactly. Just rolled in and knocked over these. Sorry. That's a terrible thing. <laughs> Nikki, just, just withdraw that from the comment. Sorry, but sorry, you know sorry, what sorry, I mean? Sorry. Your kid is either going to be good at something or they're going to need to work at something. Yeah. But really all that matters is that your kid loves something. Yeah. And, and it's That's just like all that matters. And I feel the same way. And I'm glad Kennedy loves hockey and she's always been in the driver's seat with it. Mm-hmm. It has never been Dan and I pushing her towards things. It's been her putting herself in fucking programs that we don't even know about. <laughs> but like she has always led the way because I've always felt the same way. Yes. Um, but we are truly going to have Nikki on because yeah. her and I had a full on rant about you sports the other oh day. Oh my God. I'm like, and here's what I'll say for those of you who are listening that have like, I'm going to say three and under or yeah. your children's age. Yep. And you go, well, you shouldn't put them in that. Well, that's your fault. I can't tell you how many clients come in with young kids that say, well, you made that decision to put them into sports. Let me explain something. Oh, we're going to say one thing. Do you remember? Do you remember? Before you had kids and you were that happy, wonderful, nice, loving couple. And you're like, when we have babies, we're going to do this. We're gonna My baby's not going to have any screen time. We're going to make so much time for each other. My kids aren't ever going to have my time. Remember all those mm-hmm. never, I'll mm-hmm. never, I'll never. And then you become a parent and you break all of those rules. Yeah. You know why? Because you're tired. I will tell you this. What for people who tell me, well, why do you have her in this? Why do I said when you have a kid who loves something, right? And then you put them in it because you want them to try it. We're gonna say, I really want to try this. No, you can't. I don't want to be busy. Like, no, we fucking our parents. We do whatever our kids want to do because we love our children. It's what we do. Also, why did youth sports become this? Uh, Well, that's a whole nother issue. That's 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 a whole nother issue. But when you have a kid who loves something, yeah. And then, and then, actually, unfortunately, is good at it. And then you're fucking stuck. Like, Super stuck. And then that trajectory of things they have to do becomes so diverse. And, like, part of you is, like, I'm so proud of my kid. They're amazing. It's fun watching them. They love it, and they're good at it. And when right. that comes together and you watch them, it's amazing. But you're equally like, what the fuck? <laughs> What in the fuck? And then Kennedy's like, can't you go to my game? I'm like, no. Do you know why I work till 930 at night to afford for you to play in that game? Exactly. It's like a double sided thing because I have to work to afford her to play hockey. So I can't go to the games because I have to work to pay for the games. Like it, but, and and it shouldn't be that way. And people are like, I remember like younger girls, they were like, oh, you should go to her game though. She only has so many. I'm like, you're right. She only has has about 670 this year. Exactly. But like, and then I do feel bad. And then when I go to my kids games and I try, I actually make an effort to go to as many games for my kids as I can. Because I can't go to a lot because I work. Yeah. 
Yeah. So when I do and I go and I watch her play, I'm like, God, I wish I went to more of these games. Oh my God. Like every moment I'm like, literally it's, it's literally a love hate. It's like drinking from poison directly from the devil. Cause you go to the games and you're like, my kid's amazing. I can't believe I ever missed any of these games. And then if another kid does well, I'm like, Oh, her mom's not here. That's so sad. Like I get sad because I'm like, Oh, she's had this great moment. Her mom missed it. Right. But then I'm like, Oh wait, faith. This is the second game you've been to in three months. Like, I'm that parent that misses it. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to miss it. I have to work to pay for it. Um, It is a real love-hate. It's a real love-hate. We are very different because um, oftentimes I'll be like, I I just, I can't. I cannot get the energy to go to another game and I've been to so many and they but that's the thing play. you go to so many I miss like, a lot I miss more than I go to Ooh, how about so then I have mom guilt and I'm not even going to so I've gotten over that it does get better as you get older so I was shamed I'm not even going to say by who because you will lose your goddamn mind so the month of May I was like nonstop with work because we yeah. had the event yeah. because I'm the only employee because right. there was so much pressure on this event to be really good so right. we can get funding, all of this stuff, like downward spiral. I put everything into doing this right. event and I missed out of three baseball games I met in the month of May when baseball season starts, by the way, I missed two games. Okay. I went to one. I missed the other two. Okay. Of just one kid. Okay. Okay. I was shamed that I'm hardly at the games and Josh's girlfriend goes to the games. She doesn't go to all of them because her son is also in travel baseball and And, but she goes to, which I think is great. Like, I'm so glad she goes to these games. 100%. As long as your kids have support. Yeah. My kids have never, Kennedy has never had a hockey game with nobody in the audience. Exactly. And it takes a fucking village. If it's not me, it's my husband. If it's not me or my husband, it's her sister. If it's none of us, it's my in-laws. If they can't be there, I pull my parents in from Rochester. Yeah. I get kids need love and support, but the schedules are impossible. As long as I know somebody is in that crowd, I am covered. And if nobody can be there, then I cancel appointments and I get there. But I just know as long as someone's in there, then they're fine. They need that support. But it it is almost an impossible schedule to keep up with. It is. People don't realize that. And when you're talking about, so like Jude alone, he is so under a certain age, you have to do house baseball and you have to do travel baseball. So we're talking like there's something going on almost every single day. That's a lot. And I'm sorry, but also like I am burned the F out. Well, two things I want to tell you yes. to make you feel better. Yeah. Number one, in the month of January, and January is supposed to be my down season. I just want to say that. I'm going to say, I'm going to go gonna by that. that, that it's not. Now, Kennedy played on two hockey teams this year. Mm-hmm. She played on her travel team and she played on varsity. Okay. So between the two teams, not mm-hmm. only did she have hockey every day, but she had probably three to four games a week. Okay. Now, In January, it is usually, well, it was 
playoffs for the Bills. Mm -hmm. When we get into Bills playoff season, we get into high amounts of glam for my Bills families, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But I'm typically working not just my normal schedule. Right. I'm adding at least one to two more days. I'm usually working Sundays Mm -hmm. and I'm usually working Mondays Mm -hmm. because they're also trying to fit in all the things that the families and the events they want to do before everybody does leave for end of season. So any birthday parties, any team parties, end of the year team parties, playoff parties, they are all Mondays or Sunday nights. So it is a lot of glam and that is totally fine. It's fine. I love it. But the month of January, almost every week, I worked seven days a week, okay? In the month of January, I made it to none of Kennedy's games, and I felt like a piece of shit. I even said next year I'm going to make sure that my schedule is not like that in January because I did feel bad because I want to be there. Right. But if you feel bad about missing three games, Kennedy probably had 15 games in the month of January and I made it to zero. That's but I said, when you go to the Olympics or you go to college or wherever the fuck you end up with hockey, you remember who paid all of your bills. And because my money was always extra, like for extras for Mm -hmm. things. But as they get older, the extras get much bigger. Uh, Yeah, 100%. So I'm like, I'm working and I'm doing these things, but I'm giving you guys all of these opportunities. Like, it doesn't translate mm-hmm. in, like, time and me having always the time, but it does translate in what you're doing. Oh, your stick broke in the game in January? Oh okay, well, guess what? Mom can buy you a new stick mm-hmm. right away and replace it. Why? Because I've been working. Right. Like, it's it's a hard thing, and I know people don't agree with that, and I know people are going to come at me for that, but that is just the reality of, like, we don't have a ton of money. We're not like we work hard for our money. So if mm-hmm. my kid wants to do these things, I don't ever want to tell her no. I will do hair till my fingers bleed if it means my kids have every opportunity in their life. I don't really give a shit. My goal in life was finding the person I want to spend my life with, and I did. And him and I are fucking scrappy as hell. And if we end up with $5 at the end of our life, we will still have a fucking amazing life because we have each other and we can take care of ourselves. All I care about in life is my kids and their lives. And my kids have had a complete, wonderful, full life with tons of unnecessary youth sports and travel dance and everything else Mm -hmm. that they can look back on and their lives are good because I worked. And that's how I have to justify it because that's what it is. So I think... I think you kind of missed the point of why I was bringing this up because you went the other way. I know. I went, I went, I went, went crazy. Well, first of all, you, you took a real hard left. Well, and I want, <laughs> I just wanted to tell you, like, I missed all of her games. Yeah. No, I all get that. All of her games I in get January. That. So I no longer feel bad about missing shit because <laughs> I can't, like, listen, yeah. it's either my mental health or right. sitting in a rink, not getting stuff done that needs to get done. Like, oh, I yeah. live in a house. I am the person who has to take care of it. Yeah. Like, I have to do all of the stuff for it. If something breaks, I fix it's on it. you. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Like, it's like you have other things going on that exactly. need to happen exactly. for your kids to have a good life. Yeah, exactly. Like, And your if, mental health is part of it. 1,000%. So yeah. I'm not going to have mom guilt about that shit. Right. And here's the thing is at the end of every game or before every game, I am their number one cheerleader telling them to do their best. 1,000%. And I am after every single game asking all of the questions so they can tell me about it. It's not like I'm I don't like, have to physically be there to be their number 
one fan. Exactly. Sometimes being their number one fan is supporting them in all the ways that they need. And they don't just need support by me physically sitting in a stand. Yeah. And watching it. Like, tell me about it. Tell me what happened. What were the highlights? What were the low points? There's all different kinds of moms out there. But for another mom to be shaming you is what pisses me off. Because it's like there's so. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you that much. If it's your ex, I'm going to it start my murder mom. list. Okay. <laughs> Stop talking about your murder list. I don't want to have to cancel this podcast. I Jesus. did almost hit him with my car. Anyway. <laughs> Stop Anyways, talking about your murder list. Um, and if it also makes you feel better, I have a, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And she's like that friend that makes motherhood look really easy, but she's so cool and genuine and she's not obnoxious that you can't even hate her. Right. Mm-hmm. Like she's actually super fucking cool and she doesn't push her family in your face. She's not like, Oh, my family, my family, my family, where you're like, Oh, punch me in the face. Right. She's really authentically has a beautiful family and her and her husband both work insane hours. Mm-hmm. They both have very hard jobs, but same as me, she has a beautiful career. She's worked her ass off. Mm-hmm. I'm not discluding you, no. both of us, but like yeah. for me and her, it's something that we've always bonded over Yeah, was when she had kids. She's like, I'm not giving up my career. I've worked so hard for this career and I'm so right. proud of it. I said, I get that because again, me in January doing the bills wives and doing these things like, yeah, I understand it's work, but it's also things that I've worked in my career to finally get these opportunities to do. Yeah. So am I supposed to not do them? Like you want to do them. It's a real pull, push and pull situation. But her and I have always bonded. But every time this bitch comes in and she has three kids, all three are in travel sports as of recently. Mm -hmm. But every time prior to most recent, she always comes in and she is just so beautifully refreshing. She has a really good mental health stance on everything. Mm -hmm. She is really good at balancing. When I try to like get her to crack, she's always like, I don't know, but we're just so blessed. Our kids are healthy. Like, you know, we it's it's tough, but we make it work. And I'm like, God, I need to be more like her. And every time she leaves, I feel so inspired by her because I'm like, here's a woman who has three kids. Her and her husband both have flourishing careers. They have crazy hours and they're still making it work. And like, she's a really good mom and she sets aside time where she needs to, what matters to her kids. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you, her youngest now is in travel sports. This is the first time all three of her kids are in travel sports. She has two kids in baseball, one in softball. Mm -hmm. And she came in recently and I was like, hi. And she's like, I actually hate my life right now. And I was like, you're human. Like what? And she's like, I don't know why we ever decided to do travel sports with our children. And I go, Oh my God, sit in my chair, come to your happy place. You are home. Here we go. (laughs) And she was like, I don't even know how we can get to this one's game. She goes, I haven't gone to any of my kids' games because I have to drop one off and pick one up and their games are in separate sides mm-hmm. and her husband works weekends mm-hmm. and she's like, he used to be able to coach. Mm-hmm. He can't coach anymore because mm-hmm. he works the weekends. She goes, I have to get one kid to Grand Island and then the other one's in Springville and then the other one has a game in Chautauqua and I'm going to miss all of their games. I'm just dropping off, dropping off, dropping off. Other families are getting them home and she's like, I don't know how I'm doing this. She's like, and they're young. What am I going to do when they're older? And I was like, come to mama. Just come here. Uh But like in a weird way, it made me, it validated my feelings because I'm like, this is someone that I have never seen ever, Mm -hmm. ever 
complain, lose her shit. And not because she's ever faked it. She's never been fake. She's always been authentic, but she's always found a way to genuinely find balance. So, and I've always admired that, but she is out of control now because her kids are at the ages where they're just like rounding up to that 10 where like things get intense. And she is Mm -hmm. like, how do you do it? And I'm like, not well. I know. I don't know why. None of us are doing I don't think if you think I'm doing this well, I'm not doing this well. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's tough and we feel that. Yeah. 100%. All I can say is find parents on the team who live by you and you do not have to go to every practice no. or game, no. but find parents that you bond with, that you, your circle, you got to yeah. find your circle of exactly. parents. They and have to then, be the ones that are willing to like have mimosas with you in the parking lot at 7am in the winter when you have hockey games. Yeah. And not judge you. Yeah. Because and this is also, your free time. Well, and also like, can you take my kid to practice? I'll do it this week or next week. Like yeah. that kind of thing. You need those people in your life. Yeah. It really does take a village and travel sport. Parents are part of that village. Oh, so utilize it. 1000%. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I took a left turn there. No. Yeah. I get really emotional. Not emotional. I get passionate. That would yes. be the right word. I'm not emotional. Yes. I'm passionate, Agreed. but I do get mad about the shaming of all that because mm-hmm. we're all trying our best. Exactly. And I just don't think, I think the people that like really trigger me, and I know we hate the word trigger, but they do, mm. are the people who are like, well, it's your choice to put your kids in. It's like, none of us knew what we were signing up for. Yeah. When your kid has colic and is fucking crying, do I look at you and say, that was your choice to have a baby? Yeah, exactly. Or are you like, dick move? Yeah. So everyone with little kids who makes assumptions that mm-hmm. parents with older kids in sports, like, you're just not going to do that. You know what I just like? Just remember... All the people who have given you dick advice as a parent and mm-hmm. don't be one of them. Um, <laughs> my favorite are the people who are like, oh, my kid's not going to play that. Okay. Tell me how it goes when your kid asks you to play that and you say Actively no. says, yeah. I want and to play like, this. I really, really want to do this. I really want to do but this. But I also will say if there is any chance, like if I were to do this all over again, although I don't know if I would have had a choice with Kennedy, but Keely no. for sure. If there was a way I could have done, like, if I would have just been like, you do things for fun until modified, because let me tell you, modified sports, you're like a Kardashian. They have bus drivers. You don't have to take them. It doesn't even matter if you go to the game because they're going to and from with their team. And it's like, you can or can't. There's no mandatory necessary person. Like, you're not dropping them at the game and then feeling bad because you're not staying. They are on a bus yeah there are you days just gotta that they, pick them up at the middle school they leave at 7 a.m for school and you sometimes don't see them till 7 they got practice every day and you don't have to pick them up or take them home you can literally throw money at them and yeah. just say buy food walk to mcdonald's figure life out yeah it is like it is like daycare for older children it is it is the most wonderful thing practice every day if i could have held this off and just been like just play for fun till modified Uh uh-huh that would make your life easier yes i think i would have held off on travel longer if i could have yeah and same with keely with dance like she was on like you know regular dance weeks Mm -hmm. and she had a lot of friends and so she they all wanted to try out for company. So, of course, Keely wanted to try out for company. And yeah. she's our first child. So, you know, you do all the mistakes. Oh, yeah. So, I'm like, yeah, being company. That's great. All your friends are company. company. 
amazing. And that turned into like $20,000 a year in dance and travel and nationals and competitions and costumes. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it was like eighth grade. And I was like, I have to say this quietly, although Keely does know this. Yeah. I'm like, Keely's in the back row a lot. And then like, it would be like a dance and Keely's like, do you want to see my dance? And I'm like, sure. And she'd do it. And then she would just like do three moves. And then she'd stand. And I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I go off stage for this whole part. <gasps> and then she'd come on and do like two poses. And then she'd be like, oh, I'm off stage again. It's great. I talked to my friends. And I'm like, so let's, let's talk about dance. <laughs> We're spending a lot of money for you to not be off stage. Dance. So maybe there's like other things that you might like more that you find come more naturally to you. Yeah. Because I was like, I think I threw her in the company and then you get so comfortable with those families and those friends right. and the memories. And of course she loved the travel because it was Orlando every year and we used to go to Disney. <sighs> so she gets wrapped up in like the, all of that. But then like it would be time for class. She's like, I hate going to class. And I'm like, Hmm. Okay. So <laughs> we have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> But like, I kind of threw her in unknowing. So with Kennedy, I was like, I'm going to be so much more aware. And then of course I give birth to fucking Mario Andretti of sports. Who's just like oh signing God. herself up for shit and I have no control of it. So that, so funny. that went out the window. But I mean, I don't know. I just, I do wish in general that sports could just be more fun and well-rounded. And like, I remember I was able to do a little bit of everything. I danced, I cheered, I mm -hmm. did gymnastics and I was in musicals and I did other things. And I'm like, I had time for it. So mm -hmm. why is there, why is everything on steroids now as far as like practices and, oh, well, oh, there's three days off this weekend. So there's a three day clinic and you better sign your kid up because you know, they're not skating for three days. It's like, what? or just give them three days off. Yeah. You know, this is what I don't understand. I did not do gymnastics. I did not do Girl Scouts. I did not. I did not do anything, to be honest with you. I was on the girls <laughs> tennis team. That's what I did. And it explains your love of sports. Ugh, I know it really does. <laughs> but I have to say, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done that. But most of the time I'm like, who the fuck cares? One thousand percent. I yeah. know. I know. You know what? I'm still I'm still OK. Right. I'm okay that I can't do like a triple sow cow or like I used to be able to do like standing back handspring like yeah. a round off back handspring back talk. Yeah. I can't even do wheel in yoga. <laughs> That's the thing is like, hey, guess what, guys? In your 30s and 40s, and none of that matters. And also for the rest of your life. Ken's going down this trajectory where she just thinks she's going to the Olympics. And I really well, I, I mean, that. there's no bottling her up. Right. And at this point, I'm like, God, I really hope she does. Otherwise, I'm going to look like a big idiot for all the shit we're putting you in. But I will say this. And for what it's worth, I'm mm -hmm. going to say this is that and I'm not saying this in a negative way or like in a braggy way. Ken is a very talented hockey player, mm -hmm. mainly because she works so hard because she loves it. Not yeah. she does have some natural ability, but she works her ass off in hockey. Yeah. And every year she goes in into the season and she's always like, you know, pushing hard and doing well. And that also, I will say, we make her take three months off. Oh, Dan okay. and I have never, ever, ever been subscribers to them playing hockey in the middle of summer. Right. We are like, you will take off between spring and summer. We are one of the only families that does not put her in a spring or summer clinic. Mm -hmm. All the other families do. And we actually had a family 
like two years ago who sat us down and told us that we were a disservice to our daughter's hockey career because we are not signing her up for the spring clinics with her entire team. There was a year that only her and I think Gigi and maybe one other kid was not doing the spring clinic that they were all doing that goes for three months. And we were physically told by someone that we were doing a disservice to Kennedy. So when that fall came and they had to go back on the ice, I was terrified because I'm like, if she does bad there, it's just like validating what they said. And she went out there and fucking skated circles around half these kids. And I'm like, at the end of the day, it comes down to does your kid want to do it? Does your kid love it? She still loves it. Yeah. And I think having her take time off from it makes yeah. her love it more. Absolutely. And I make her do lacrosse and I make her do other things that like get her still active, but out of a rink. Right. You know, and I'll tell you what, the best season she ever had was last season. And it, I swear to God, it was because she started playing soccer for modified because mm. I think all that strength and conditioning and running. Exactly. She no longer was getting gassed out on her shifts. And again, I also believe in the whole like you look at professional athletes, like mm -hmm. professional athletes that are getting paid and they say like. I think it's like an astounding rate. It's like nowadays, like 62% of professional athletes played three sports. Mm -hmm. And then it's like 25% played two sports. And then it's like 13% or I know that math's not right, but it was a right. very small percentage that said only this percentage of kids played one sport their entire life. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, all these other sports make them better at one sport. Like they should be in other things, but she's well in other things that are like not travel. Yeah. You know, she's just modified or she does fun yeah. house leagues. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just think they need to be diversified. They need to try everything. I think that like, cause at the end of the day, 0.01% of our kids are going to end up as pro athletes. That's what I'm talking so about. Sports should be fun. Sports should keep them healthy and in shape. Mm -hmm. Sports should teach them about winning, losing, competition, drive, hard work, balance, time management. You know, those are the things that sports should add to their lives. I fully mm -hmm. believe in sports in a kid's life, but I believe in it in moderation. Agreed. Agreed. Now we don't. Nikki's going to come on and we're going to be like, we already said that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Nikki. We're going to bring you on anyway. So I try to really you in, but you were really on a roll. I know. Sorry. No, don't ever apologize for that. I really need to be reeled in a few times. <laughs> well, I'm still a little concerned about the murder stuff. <laughs> well, we'll go back. I'll to tell it. you off air. I already planned my perfect murder. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me an accessory. <laughs> I would not do well in jail. <laughs> well, Warren you know, it sounds like crowd. you'd do great. <laughs> sounds like you'd thrive, actually. I'd still be in Pennsylvania. Dear God, have you heard nothing? <laughs> um, can we do a quick shout out to our sponsor? 100%. Um, Nicholas Ludwig. Nick, start with him. Nick. Okay, first of all. Nick is still listening. He is still listening. And do you know what he said to me? Because this brought me so much joy. He goes, I looked into a money gun. They're only like $21. Oh. <laughs> Nick, we just love you so fucking I much. I could pinch his cheeks. I feel like we're his two Italian aunties. And I could just pinch his fucking cheeks off. He's so, so cute. Great. I so love great. that. Also, I was um, having lunch at Comfort Zone, and he and his wife must have had lunch at the Grange because it was a Friday and they were open for lunch. And I looked up and I saw the two of them walking down Main Street, and Did they are like, "You were like 
interrupting a catalog shoot for J. Crew. Exactly. That's exactly what it felt like. I'm like, look at them walking down the street like a little snack couple. They are the cutest fucking couple. So cute. And actually, they're really like adorable and authentic too, and not really braggy about their family. But I know yes. they got those boys in sports. Nick, we need you here for the youth sports conversation. Oh yeah. He ooh. I would be curious yeah. to hear what he thinks. Um we talked a little bit about youth sports and like some people are just nuts. Yeah. And well, they are not. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's, ugh, nobody subscribes Murder to that. List. Okay. <laughs> Dear God. Well, you better start investing with Nick because you're going to need bail money. <laughs> Jesus. So Nicholas Ludwig, certified financial planner. He specializes in investment and bail planning and can help. With anyone, whether you're just starting to save or building on your current savings or you're getting ready for retirement. Ugh. I wonder what he thinks about life insurance policies. Just kidding. No, he definitely has <laughs> got some knowledge on that, by the way, because we I also know. talked about that. We're going to bring him in as like if if something does go down, he can be like an accessory to our documentary. Oh, great. <laughs> Let's not ruin his life along with our own. He signed up for it. <laughs> he, can, <laughs> he can also help businesses. He pretty much paid for it. <laughs> He can also help businesses set up retirement plans or review current ones. And he's someone you can obviously trust. Cash money's going to go see him oh, to invest cash in cash money. money. Wait, I do have to say, well, I'll wait till you're done with your ad. Yeah, thanks. If we could just get through one of Nick's ads this Never. entire season. So you can reach out to Nick at nick at harbortownfinancial.com or you can call him at 716-356-3300. Um, I did want to say and clarify the reason why Anna's new beau's name is Cash Money is because I FaceTimed them while in Costa Rica and he had a shirt on and they were walking. It was like windy <laughs> and it looked like one of those old vintage 90 shirts that like Notorious B, excuse me, B.I.G. or like it looks like those like logo shirts like it, I don't know. It looked like. It looks like the cover of a Puff Daddy album or something. Like, I couldn't tell <laughs> what was on his shirt, but I saw a C and I saw A. And I don't want to give too much about your boyfriend away. Yes. But he does tend to have, like, um, I don't want to say necklaces, but he wears things around his neck. Two chains. Oh so, oh my God, you should call him two chains. <laughs> two chains. So he's got two chains on his neck and he's got the shirt on and he's walking and he's pretty badass. So they FaceTime me and I'm like, <laughs> he looks like Daddy Yankee or something. Like he's walking and he's like, do you know what I mean? Or wait, what's the one? Not Pitbull, not Daddy Yankee. Oh my God. I'm going to come up with it. I forget his name, but he used to hang out with all these guys back in the day. But he had chains on and this fucking shirt on. I can't wait to I'm gonna I'm going to come up with is. it. I'm yes. going to come up with it. I'm going to listen to some music and figure out who he is. Okay. But I was like, he looks like he had like some vintage shirt. And I was like, what does your shirt say? He's like, Charleston. No. Wait, what did it say? <laughs> you said, cash money. What does that shirt say? <laughs> And I said, it says Chappelle. Oh, Chappelle. <laughs> but it was in like this vintage old school print. Yes, so I thought it, it said cash money. And then he had his <laughs> chains on. First of all, the chains the ch are <laughs> meditation beads. I wasn't going to say that. I didn't want to give too much about him away. Oh. But he's got some neckwear. He's got some neckwear. <laughs> some neck 
So I'm like, I'm, I'm like going forward. Never I'm only made call- of wood. <laughs> oh my fat, 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 fat. What's fat? Sean, big sh- fat. Joe? Fat Joe! Ugh. That's that is offensive. No, but that's what his outfit looks like. <laughs> that's what his outfit looks like. Hold on, I'm just texting him not to listen to this episode. <laughs> he Jesus does not look Christ. like that. His outfit looks like that. I was like, oh my God, he's got some vintage shirt on with some like, you know, <laughs> fucking blink on his neck. Yes! He looks, that is what I thought, right? I'm not lying. That's what he fucking looks like. In the Costa Rica blurry FaceTime, I'm like, what does your shirt say? Cash money? Oh, my God. So now we only refer to him as cash money. Wow. Update. Fat Joe has lost 200 pounds. I know. Maybe that is is actually who you're dating secretly. Oh, my God. You'll never know, FBI. This is great. Anyways. Also, shout out to our other sponsor. (laughs) You have one minute. Hurry up. Oh, I do. Rusty Nickel Brewing. Right now, the porch and patio are open. You guys have to check them out. They're open seven days a week. We have had some of their um, beer here. It's phenomenal. Zumosa. Zoo Brew. They have Mass Defenders. They have Zumosa. They have Kickin' Back Sessions. They have Irish Red Ale. They are also at um, Zoomagination at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Check them out for real. Their patio is amazing. So it's the great. perfect place to go this summer if you just want a nice casual drink after a long week of work. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We love you guys. We got to go. Faith's not going to murder anyone. Bye. Bye.